there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, welcome aboard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This show was brought to you by DraftKings. We kicked this around on the show yesterday. I think maybe the only prop that you'd really care about with uh, Taylor Swift for this game. And that is the idea of a book putting up a prop on will Travis Kelsey propose after the game. A book put it up in Canada. How about that? Thanks for listening to the program yesterday. Yeah. And they opened it up minus 250 on the no, he will not. Earlier this morning, it was like minus 3,000. <laughs> well, first things first, they got to win the game. But uh, yeah, some ridiculous steam on that. Well, I have something later on in the yeah. show that if you absolutely hate the idea of Kelsey and Swift already, it's going to go up big time yeah. once I tell you this story. I wanted the same game parlay. I, I want a Chiefs win, a Kelsey touchdown, the proposal, and then he announces his retirement. That's I want a, that. That's quite the that's four a big one. leg parlay right Should there. Should be 700 to one. Um, but that's, it will see, she'll be able to make the game. And, um, and we'll see if, uh, what, what transpires when you would think this could be it for him. And why not marry a billionaire, right? If they're in love now, now she he they did not get the uh, she didn't uh, get the return. She said uh, he didn't get it. He said I love you, right. and she didn't echo those sentiments. Oh, pretty big matzo ball out there, right? So that was uh, that's tough from his standpoint. He didn't get the I love you return. Did not hear it. She's was, not uh, caught on uh, yep. microphones. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough beat. I also you know, just sitting out there hanging. I also think that he should not do that. What, I love you when he's mic'd up? Or well, that, yes, but also like to propose in any, like at any oh, sporting public? event, yeah. you should be locked up in prison if now, you Now, what do did that. you do? You were at home when you did it. Oh, God, I hate this story so right. much. I did it. I was out in public, but it was, uh, yeah. I did it at Central Park in so, New York, but that's- I get uh, ripped on because I didn't take Lorraine somewhere else. Uh -huh. So he, the story is, my, my wife is a former news anchor here in town, and uh, she was very recognizable, and she got- insane ratings on the weekends, right? So everywhere we would go, she would get recognized. When we did the radio show back then, just a radio show, no TV, and she was a TV anchor, she would come on on a weekly basis and guest with us, right? That's how we first met. When we would go to like breakfast or lunch, people would say, hey, love you on the radio show to her and have nothing to say to me whatsoever. And I guess why would they? <laughs> 
but not, not they wouldn't <laughs> say, hey, I, I watch your show on Fox 5 every single weekend. It was, <laughs> I love you on the radio show. And I'm like, what? Are you serious with this? So I didn't want to be recognized anywhere. So I proposed at the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, looking back, I don't know. People are saying you got to take her out of the city, take her somewhere romantic. Sure, right. That's Look, a t- I'm may, with you. I'm not. I don't. I don't yeah. like the public spectacle. No, neither do I. I'm not a fan of that. But that would really be. I mean, that is. Oh, imagine if that happens. Shut it down. That breaks Twitter and everything. If he yeah. does that after the game. Well, this will. You understand that this is going to be the most people ever to watch a Super Bowl because of that angle with her. Uh-huh. Her whole fan base is going to be. How many millions of people? Now, right. additionally to the... All right, so here are some numbers that you can find at vcin.com, historical Super Bowl numbers. Uh, I just tweeted it out as well, at Mitch Moss. Radio teams that rush for more yards in the Super Bowl are 42 and 15 straight up and 40, 14 and 3 ATS at 74%. Believe it or not, the Eagles destroyed the Eagles on the ground last year. They outgained them 158 to 115 on the ground. Chiefs, yeah. What, what did I say? You said Eagles destroyed the Eagles. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs destroyed the Eagles. Sorry. Chiefs destroyed the Eagles. Okay. Chiefs destroyed yeah. the Eagles on the ground. Yeah. Uh, both teams here, it sets up quite nicely, I think, for the running attacks in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? McCaffrey, in theory, could well, never Matt's really on to it. Game. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, with the Bills run for 180 against Kansas City, it should be a big, a heavy dose of McCaffrey in sure. this one. It was just another reason why Baltimore and Moncton lost their minds. Yep. Teams that average more passing yards per attempt in the NFL title game are 44 and 13 straight up and 37. 37- 17 and 3 ATS. That's 69%. It lost last year. Hurts, eight yards per attempt. Mahomes, 6.7. In the 45 previous Super Bowls in which there was a turnover advantage for either team, the team that had fewer turnovers has lost only eight times. And they've gone 35, 9 and 1 ATS. That's 80%. Two of those outright losses came in the last two years. Chiefs, Remember that turnover last year? It was so big. On the scoop and score, it was one nothing. the turnover margin last year. I couldn't believe that. The Eagles Hertz just, just... Yeah, Hurts fumbles oh, at midfield. And then it, but, eesh, that got me good. Yeah, teams that win the time of possession battle are 41 and 16 straight up, 39, 15, and 3 ATS in the history of this game. The Eagles, again, they held the ball for 11 and a half minutes longer than KC last yeah. year. That's another angle, too. If you, if you like the 49ers, was, Kansas City was plus three in the turnover differential and still had to hang on for dear life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of scoring, the average winning score against Super Bowl history here is about 30 to 16.4. Average winning margin is 13.7 points per game overall. However... 18 of the last 20 games have been decided by 14 points or fewer. Again, this tells you that the era that we are in and have been in now for two decades, much more competitive than when it was. I mean, Paul, when we were growing up, the Super Bowl was unwatchable almost mm-hmm. every single year. Mm-hmm. And it just sucked yep. because that was the way the season A came to an end. Yep. Uh, since Pittsburgh and Dallas played in 1979, that game was 35-31. 28 teams have hit the 30-point uh, mark and their record is 25 and 3 straight up, 24 and 4 ATS. Last year, Philly, 35 points, the most ever for a losing team. And of the only 18 games to be decided by less than a touchdown, half of them have been in the last 16 years. Again, pointing to how closer, how much closer the games have been. Uh, ATS and money line trends over the last 22 years, dogs are 16 and 6 ATS including 12-4 and four ATS the last 16. KC closed as a dog last year, won at 38-35. Now, here's the big one. The team with the better record going into the Super Bowl, 30-19 and 19 straight up all time, but they've lost 11 of the last 13, and they're only 1-15 ATS since 2004. The Rams were 12 and 5. Bengals were 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. Rams lost that game ATS. They won, didn't cover. Bengals got there by the hook. And New England's epic comeback against the Falcons in 2017, that was the only ATS win. Now, both teams that year, the Patriots and the Falcons, were machines against the number. 
but they're down 28-3, took the miracle, had to go to overtime, and that's how they covered the game, which was just absurd. Patriots went 16-3 and ATS that year. Yeah. It was madness. Yeah. That is wild from Mac. That is... Uh, can you believe that? I, no, I can't. Doesn't make any sense. The team with the better record on a 1-15 ATS skit, oh. and they've lost 11 of the last 13 overall in the Super Bowl. I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Either. The other thing is expect the unexpected, right? It's not your typical football game. Certainly the pomp and circumstances at the pinnacle. You have the uh, outrageous halftime show and the long yep. delay there. We've seen plenty of defensive touchdowns. Uh, 108-yard kickoff returns, lights going out. You've seen safeties, first play of the game in a couple of them. Yep. The books got carried out on the Seattle-Denver uh, Super Bowl when that happened. Also, uh, New England Brady with the safety against the Giants in, in the second meeting. So there's just been some some weird stuff happening. And you, you ran it down beautifully, too, with the MVPs as well, where expect the unexpected and, and the Desmond Howard. And so it's happened one time, MVP from a losing team. That's also offered, too. You can bet that, at, yeah. At a ridiculous price. Yeah, it's huge. If that uh, would come in. Okay, so one of the bets, one of the props that you like to bet in certain matchups throughout the regular season and the postseason, doesn't matter, would be the no defensive or special teams yeah. touchdown. I've you studied like, it for about five, six years. Yep. Okay, are you going to be on it for this that. game? Or yeah. do you not trust Purdy? No, I'll be on it, um, and I, I should get a good price on it. I'll wait before kickoff and get a good price. I went uh, two and all this past weekend, and and, and uh, the parlay paid a dollar twenty here with that. But ideally, you want to have um, a quarterback who's careful with the ball. Two high octane offenses, offenses going against bad defenses, and they don't force turnovers. And now in today's NFL, forget about kickoff returns. You rarely see that now, too. Well, you don't really get so, returns either. Yeah, I was going to say be careful with the 49ers overall because the Packers almost housed that one kickoff. Yeah, but, but you know how many times will guys return it though too, and and both guys have big legs, so it could just could be a lot of this, and you know we're just going to we'll have the touch back and go from there. What a watch this game come down to? It's a one or a two point game, and we're talking final minutes, Niners ball, and they're in position for like a 52 yard field goal with Moody. Don't trust them at all. No way. It doesn't, but good conditions in a dome doesn't really matter. Yep. How about the 49ers win by a point? How crazy would that be? Oh, if it lands right there. would be right. Yeah. Matt Humans is on in the first hour of the show. He doesn't think it's going to go back to pick him. You agree with that? Yeah. Because you want to bet. You, you were I'm asking earlier. I know. And, and well, the public has a lot of money in their pockets because the public, and, and it was a great pro versus Joe divide on that AFC game where it was like, please, I'm Mahomes and I'm getting, and I'm getting points. Public was all over Kansas City and all the professional guys and well-respected guys thought the Ravens would house them, uh, as did I. Uh, so that was, I would think it's like, I'm getting points again with Mahomes. I'm taking Mahomes. So I, I would think, I don't know about that. Mm. I think it could come down. I, I like that's the, a tough game though, but I think a lot of people in the public are going to say, I'm, give me this, whatever it is. One, one and a half, two with Mahomes. I like the angle that humans brought up. Randy McKay, professional better. Sharpest guy oh, ever on North angle. Dakota. Yes. Because of all that Bay Area money flocking over to uh, Northern Nevada, going into uh, the Reno Tahoe area and just pounding the 49ers. Wow. He's like, I'm, I'm going to check it. Maybe I'll fly up there and see if I can grab a Chiefs plus three. He's also uh, a college football guy. And Randy and his guys went to Montana to bet that FCS title game. Because it was it was yep. all Montana. Montana played South Dakota State. I think the game was fourteen and a half most places. It was ten and a half in Montana. So they they yeah. jammed the kiosk there, and that was on social media. I saw some of those videos they sent out. Yeah. It was just like ticket after ticket after ticket. Uh, good tweet yesterday from our buddy Adam Chernoff. Could one of the teams from this past weekend be the Eagles from last year into this year? We'll discuss coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. VEASAN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up for the annual subscription. Get your first year for $199. Use promo code FTM. Daily best bets with the leaderboard to see who has the hot hand. The betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game. 24-7 video access and the upcoming Super Bowl betting guide. Best bets from everyone and their favorite prop bets. Code FTM. First year, $199. VEASAN.com slash subscribe first hour of the show yesterday as we were sitting here you know less than 12 hours after both games concluded championship Sunday you made a comment saying that you'd rather be a Lions fan than a Ravens fan and I thought that made a lot of sense just because the game plan overall for Baltimore was putrid well you also had expectations uh coming in with the Lions but I don't think you you envisioned this because you had that drought where you couldn't win a playoff game so it was still unbelievable to get to the NFC title even though you blew a 17 point lead and should have won um it's easier to take you're also on the road it several people tweeted this I agree got to be the most painful thing in sports to be a one seed and lose at home with the chance to go to the Super Bowl either divisional round or conference title game and then to come out and look like that, well, I mean, which to, is a stupid game plan, is just beyond. Yeah, I, I was baffled by the whole thing. You're the one seed. You've dominant. I mean, you have like historically good numbers. You've blown out other good teams the entire year for the most part, and that's how you played to finish the season. And you shot yourself in the foot over and over and over again to mm-hmm. close the season. That's a killer. So now that said, like, would you rather? make a bet on the Lions next year to come out of the NFC or the Ravens to come out of the AFC. At first blush, I would probably say the Lions because the AFC is going to be loaded again. And oh, by the way, there's this guy called Patrick Mahomes that you got to beat in the AFC. But think about how loaded that division is. Joe Burrow is going to be back. Uh, what will Cleveland look like with that defense? Yep. And if they can get Watson for a full year. Cleaned house with the coordinators and offense. We're going to have different coaching staff. Yep. Sure. I don't. The Jets, I have no idea. With Aaron Rodgers, nobody really does. It appears as if the AFC South has gotten a lot better overnight, mm-hmm. basically. Now you have Harbaugh going over to the Chargers. If the Raiders can get a quarterback, they're pretty good. Like, it's it's a very difficult conference. Uh, the Ravens are a great organization. They have great personnel. This can't get to that point so far, and that's why, again, my gut would say the Lions, but then our buddy Adam Chernoff, who was on yesterday, tweeted this out after he came on the show with us. And uh, his tweet said, post-game, Dan Campbell said, quote, this may have been our only shot, end quote, to get there in reference to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Chernoff said, I kind of believe him, if Ben Johnson leaves Detroit this week, I think the Lions are at risk of being the Eagles of this season, next season, and think about Philly the last two years. OC, play calling, and scheme elevates middling quarterback to play to top level. That's exactly what happened this year in Detroit and last year in Philadelphia. Terrible secondary, protected by offensive output and schedule, okay? Deep playoff run ends in heartbreaking fashion. No doubt, Eagles should have won that Super Bowl last year. Lions gave that game away on Sunday. The OC leaves. 
An adequate replacement added. Good offensive line and skill pieces remain, but quarterback play dips to average or below. Jalen Hurts, Exhibit A. Could that happen with Jared Goff next year? Overall, offensive dip due to the OC leaving. Can't dictate the score. Tighter games exposes weak secondary more. Like if Ben Johnson leaves, how much is this offense, Jared Goff, and overall maybe Dan Campbell exposed a little bit? Yeah. Now he came out yesterday and admitted he blew it with the uh, run on third down and then the subsequent timeout. That was ridiculous. Horrible sequence. And that, that, that's a good tweet from Chernoff, and this could be in play. Yep. Now, I think he's a better coach than Sirianni. But then again, I thought Sirianni was a good coach at this time last year, and he got exposed. So we'll see if that happens to Campbell. But if you, you're going to lose Ben Johnson, and maybe I'm not a Glenn fan, but uh, that's going to be – it could be a tough beat for the Lions. And the other thing is Campbell told his team after the game, we may never get here again. And he's right. Yep. You know, D- Dan Marino tells that story all the time. Oh, and I thought I was going to get here on a regular basis when mm-hmm. I lost to the 49ers and I never made it back. So that might be their best shot. Yep. And that's also going to be a hell of a division going into next year with the Packers going to be tough and the, do the Vikings keep cousins and watch out for the Bears. They might go with Williams yep. and then what they're going to do in the draft. So yep. that's, yep. Sure enough, I had two more bullet points. Okay. One of those, the division winner schedule also increases. That's right. Okay, gets a little bit more difficult. And super aggressive head coach in tougher spots all season like Sirianni was. Always yeah. being aggressive. Campbell's actually more aggressive. There he would. There was a big luck factor with the Lions. A lot of things were going their way. I've Just already, look at who they matched up against in the playoffs. Yep. You were fortunate to beat the Rams, and then you, you drew Tampa, and you didn't have to go to Dallas. You got an average Tampa team that came to your place, and you got the win, but but certainly that was a, that was a gift for the right to go to the NFC title game. I look at that division overall. I, know, I think this is probably a huge overreaction. But people are already suggesting that, you know, they're agreeing with Adam, basically saying this was their one shot because they had this window to maybe take over the NFC North. But that window's already closing because the Packers now with Jordan Love and how young they are, like they're going to rule the division again. I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but uh, the Packers certainly are going to be, I think they're going to be too sexy next year. You can just see it from a mile away. The Jordan Love MVP Express is going to start off as soon as the odds come out for next season. This team's going to be a, a wildly popular pick to win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl next year. Too popular, in my opinion. Damn. Um, I was here for it. It would have been fantastic. I mean, just all the Detroit fans that are here and to come to Circa to finally make the Super Bowl. How good is the Goff redemption story, too? Sure. If they're able How to How good win. is so, that trade? That's right. Uh, they also have to, I think they have to lock them up, too. They're like pot committed. You're going to let the guy leave? So you want to get Goff locked up and bring him back and see how many years he has left to play? I'll give you another one. What if the Bears absolutely nail this draft? Well, Chicago fans will tell you that never happens. Oh, no, I know that, but I mean... Well, it's not hard. Williams and then maybe a Dunze at nine. I mean, that if they can... Wow, that would be... That's a home run. To me, yeah, absolutely. And then if they could trade fields... To get a decent, I'm not going to go Mel Kuyper here and say that eighth pick overall from the Falcons and lose my mind, but if they can get, I don't know, a third round pick for that guy and they can turn all these picks into, you know, winning selections in the draft. And what, what if Williams is as good as a lot of people think and he comes out right away and he's just the obvious rookie of the year. He destroys it. He, you know, the comparisons are there to Mahomes and you're like, uh, okay, Mm -hmm. they finally got their quarterback. And then it's like Chicago and Green Bay will be probably teams one and two. And then it's like, yeah, Detroit, you had your chance. I don't think Minnesota, I mean, if they don't get their quarterback right, maybe they ought to, they no. just slipped to number four and it's not even close in that yep. division. Well, Paul Charchian thinks they, uh, they might uh, rebuild and move on from Cousins and then who knows what happens. Then maybe it's, they could even trade Jefferson. We were this, imagine what it would have looked like just for the Detroit side here if the Packers would have defeated San Francisco and it would have been Green Bay at Detroit to go to the Super Bowl because of the hatred there. I mean, it's been mm-hmm. totally lopsided for generations with that, quote, rivalry, and they would have had Green Bay at home. As good as that game was on Sunday, if it would have played out in similar fashion, it would have been insane for the people there. But I don't know. I, th- I think he might be onto something there with uh, this team is almost a carbon copy of what Philadelphia was last year into this year and how it played out. That secondary, unless they, you know, make some good
good moves in the offseason. Well, they'll have to address Whew. that. Yep. But they also, that's two two good years, though. It's back-to-back solid years by Campbell. Right. They should have made the playoffs a couple of years ago. And they had, had some ruined, ruined uh, Green Bay se- season as well. And I also but, wonder, because they have been, like, again, I keep seeing this number, but, like, historically good for a three-year stretch now under Campbell and Goff covering numbers. They're, it's, like, one of the best three-year stretches outside of Brady and Belichick in the history of point spreads. That's how good they've been for three years covering numbers. Can that continue? Next year, when they're going to be super inflated, coming off of a trip to which they had San Francisco dead and buried on the road in the NFC title game, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Going to be very, very, very difficult to do. I just if Ben Johnson takes a head coaching job, what does that mean overall to the team? The That's cre- an enormous loss. The creativity, how he's able yep. to incorporate everybody into that offense, work with Goff again, the redemption tour. Big time loss, but they yep. got the pieces there and the parts. I mean, there's a ton of talent, and I know you love Gibbs, and rightfully so. But it was yeah, St. Brown and then Laporta, and yes, that fumble was so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you not love Amon Ross St. Brown? Mm-hmm. I think they got him. Did they not get him in the same draft that they took Sewell because the Bengals took Chase? So then they took Sewell, the offensive lineman, and then they came back and took Amon Ross St. Brown later in the draft. Like, that's a hell of a one two combination. For the Lions, that's that's a that's an A plus draft right there from that team. But I just I look at the Ravens too, and it's like this was the year. Joey Ballgame is going to come back. The someone, one the one guy that's right, he's proven to beat Mahomes. Someone has to get to Dan and tell him to settle down. Don't don't let the emotions get the best of you. And that's what happened in that game Sunday. Yeah, I mean it, it's again it's okay to take three, especially when you can go up seventeen or tie the game with seven minutes left. VEASAN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum joins the program next. We'll get some of his best bets here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. We love Omaha Steaks, and you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee for a limited time. When you go to omahasteaks.com slash you get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breast, four free rich, juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Get up there. It's awesome. omahasteaks.com slash Josh Applebaum joins the program now, sports betting analyst here at VEASAN. His two podcasts are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. Get them wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. What is your uh, early read here on the 49ers and Chiefs in the big game? Yeah, Mitch and Paul, great to be with you. Good morning. So I think we're going to look at this game, at least from my perspective, from what's happened thus far, what's happened in the past when it comes to the Super Bowl in terms of betting situations and trends, and then where we think this line will move next. So let's start off with what we've seen thus far. We saw this line open with the 49ers listed around a two and a half point favorite. Some books for two, two and a half. Kind of there was a, a little bit of a difference there between which book you looked at. But the early move was toward Kansas City. As soon as that line dropped, guys, you saw those two and a halves get down to two. We saw those twos even get down to one at or in early stages of yesterday. However, we have seen a little bit of buyback on San Francisco. San Francisco, when they bottomed out at minus one, there was some some buyback there, brought them back up to minus one and a half. I see one book at two. So again, early move, Casey. Now it's starting to come back a little bit. Obviously, we have a long two-week uh, wait here for the game. So let's see how this uh, ping pongs back and forth. Currently, the public. Now I'm going to put the public in air quotes here because the public doesn't really bet the Super Bowl this far out. You know, they're going to usually wait until uh, really closer to kickoff here, really late in, until next week. But as of right now, 69% of bets, 67% of the money is taking Patrick Mahomes in the points with KC. On the money line, 86% of bets and dollars are taking Mahomes to win the game straight up. Now, the elephant in the room here, guys, is Patrick Mahomes. You know, I look at system matches typically in terms of teams, but if you look at a system match in in terms of one specific player, this is a stat you're going to hear all week, all the next two weeks here. Mahomes as a dog, 10 and one against the spread as a dog in his career. He won the Super Bowl straight up plus one and a half against the Eagles as a dog last year. Remember, he was plus three in Buffalo win that game outright. And then he was plus four and a half or even five at Baltimore last week. And really, Mahomes is so great. He's like the kryptonite for, for line moves because we actually saw that line move late toward Baltimore. Baltimore was hanging around three and a half, four game day steam, got him up to four and a half or five. It didn't matter. Mahomes won the game and covered the number anyway. 
in terms of historically what we've seen, playoff dogs. So if you're, I'm trying to build the case here for Patrick Mahomes. I'll be on Mahomes, but I want to make sure I'm getting the best number here. Playoff dogs are eight and four against the spread this year, 67%. They're 51 and 34 ATS, 60% since 2017. And if you're a playoff dog with a line move in your favor, so going off the opener of two and a half, two, we're down to you know one and a half across the board. That would be a line move system match with KC. They're 18 and nine against the spread, 67% since 2017. And when you get in particular to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl dogs, the last 20 years, pretty good sample here. 13 and seven against the spread three, you know, ATS, the last three, we had Casey last year against the Eagles plus one and a half. Remember the Bengals lost to the Rams by three, but they were getting four and a half in covered. And then Tampa Bay, the COVID year with Brady plus three, they beat Kansas city. Interestingly enough, a six point teaser on a, a super bowl dog last 20 years is 17 and three, 85%. But here's my angle guys uh, in the newsletter yesterday, Johnny Avello of DraftKings, the head odds maker. He said he wouldn't be surprised if this line creeps back up to two or two and a half closer to the opener. So I'll be on Mahomes. Mm. I got Mahomes system matches. We got a lot of uh, system matches historically to dogs and Super Bowl dogs, but I'm going to wait it out, try to get the best spread. If I can get a two and a half, the best money line price. But I learned my lesson in last year's Super Bowl and I, I, I'm not ever going to do it again. I'm going Mahomes as a dog and I'll never pass that up. You surprised by that? With the, you think everyone would take Mahomes as a dog angle? The Niners have looked so bad. No, I think the public will be all over KC. Yes, yeah. for sure. And then you're going to get sharp money. I think, probably maybe on both sides, but I think on San Francisco. So then there, that answers uh, your a, question. Then right, yeah. if you want to wait on KC money line, yeah, there you go. That would surprise me though. Even if the Sharps want the 49ers. They should have lost the last two games. No, They've mean, been impressive in a month. Still a very, I mean, they're excellent overall, uh -huh. though, top to bottom. I know, but it's been a while since I've seen it, though. Yeah. I give you that. Yeah, college basketball tonight, Josh. I think a couple of games fit uh, a very common theme, how you bet college basketball. We have unranked teams, a couple of them anyway, favored at home against ranked teams. State your case here for Kansas State against Oklahoma. Yeah, so this is my favorite system match, Paul, uh, Mitch and Pauly. This is really kind of the fishy system that makes no sense. And it's actually great, not only in college basketball, but college football. And it really plays upon the public's bias. When you look at rankings, when one team is ranked, they have a little, you know, one or two digit digit number next to their name and the other team is unranked automatically that public bias mindset, psychological bias comes into play and the public says, hey, give me the ranked team. Hey, they're ranked for a reason. They're better, right? They should win. They should cover. However, we know that we should probably not overvalue that too much and really go with what the market is telling us. So you mentioned this is my favorite system match, an unranked home favorite versus a ranked opponent. Uh, first match here would be on Kansas State, K-State at home against Oklahoma. We saw K-State open as low as minus one and a half. K-State is now up to minus three or even some shops three and a half. And that really is a great um, kind of fishy play in their favor because they're unranked and Oklahoma's ranked. But also great percentages here, particularly on the money line. It's a little high, minus 170, but the system match um, with that unranked home favorite ranked opponent is 73% straight up with a 19% ROI last two years. So on the money line, K-State's only getting 44% of bets, but 68% of money. They have a big offensive rebound advantage, 35% uh, versus 32%. And then home road. It's so important to me in college basketball. You know, pros, you know, professionals doesn't really phase them too much going on the road, but in college, it's a big edge to the home team. And it's it's tough for those road teams to go on uh, to be a visitor, go on the road and win. So K-State 10 and one at home, Oklahoma only one and two on the road. Uh, this is a great play here to me to back Kansas State at home, the fishy unranked home fave versus the ranked opponent. All right. Same thing here, right? With uh, Villanova at home against Marquette. Marquette 16 and three, a small road dog against Villanova 11 and nine on the season. Same exact thing here, uh, Mitch, and it's also uh, it's even grosser, which makes me like it more because if you look at Nova, they've lost four straight. They actually uh, had a, a epic game against Butler over the weekend that went to double overtime. They had a lead the whole time. Butler kept coming back and winning. Uh, Butler ends up win covering that number as well. Uh, but they're only 11 and nine. Marquette, as you mentioned, great record, ninth uh, overall ranking, and they've won four straight. Yet, what have we seen across the market? This was basically a pick 'em game. Uh, even some books were a uh, slight dog in favor um, or a dog spot with Villanova getting one. Now we flipped all the way to Nova minus one and a half or even minus two. So this line is going to Nova, even though they're not playing very well and they're unranked. Now, if you look at the percentages, great situation here to bet against the public and follow this reverse line move on Nova. Currently, you're getting 65% uh, of bets taking Marquette in the points. You, you'll hear this too, guys. The wrong team is favored. That's really what the public's saying. But that always kind of grinds my gears because, no, based on the projections and the power ratings, the right team is always favored. It's just your perception of the game uh, that makes you think otherwise. But Nova's only getting 35% bets, 60% of the money on the spread, 27% bets, 70% of money on the money line. They're 6-3 and three 
three at home. Marquette just three and three on the road. And if you look at free throw percentage, guys, uh, 81% for Nova. They knocked down their free throws. Only 73% for Marquette. So this becomes a tight game late. You have to go to the free throw line. Nova's proven that they're better at the stripe. So uh, I'm going money line here with Villanova. I got to play this system match. Uh, decent money line price around minus 130. One more game here, Josh. Colorado State is coming off of an all-time bad beat against Wyoming. And uh, <laughs> SVP and Stanford Steve showcased it last night. I mean, they blew a massive lead. What was it, 11 points in the final minute? Yeah. And they, they lost in overtime. Just everything went against them. And that's inexplicable, and that cannot happen. It's basically impossible. So now they have to bounce back tonight against San Diego State. Of course, made the national title game last year. Who do you like? I like Colorado State. I'm going to buy low on them after their, you know, horrific, uh, you know, terrible loss like that. And if you look at the box score, I mean, it's unbelievable. 11 point lead minute left. I mean, you can't lose that game, but uh, I think it's a good angle here to back them at home. Uh, Now they are ranked number 24. San Diego State is unranked. So it kind of isn't that same buy low, sell high, unranked versus ranked. But I got to go with the market on this one. This game opened Colorado State listed as low as a one and a half point home favorite. They've been bet up to minus two and a half. Currently, they're getting 64% of bets, but 89% of dollars. Ken Palm does have them winning by one point. So I tend to, uh, you know, go money line in these very short situations. You know, odds, odds makers are telling you it's going to be, be a very tight game. So I'd hate to lay a one or two, have Colorado State win by one or two. And, you know, I lay, I lose my bet if I lay the two and a half, but I win if I go money line. They have the bunch of advantages here, guys. Better offense, better field goal percentage, better free throw percentage, better three point percentage. Uh, Colorado State 10 and one at home. And San Diego State just three and four on the road. So you got to think of it, too, from the public. Like anyone who bet Colorado State is just so mad at them, so disgusted with them. You know, out of principle, they're going to say, I'm never going to bet them again, or I'm going to bet against them out of spite. But no, I think you don't want to fall into that trap as a better. Go with the data. Data's telling us here Colorado State is sharp. I'm on Colorado State money line. All right, there you go. Josh Applebaum. You can get his two podcasts here with VSIN, wherever you get your podcast. One is called Morning Bets, the other one is Market Insights. Josh, thanks for the time today. Best of luck. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'll give you another one, too. Um, You mentioned the ACC might be the weakest it's ever been. The the Big 12 might be the best any conference has been, like, I don't know, since the 80s or early 90s. Mm -hmm. Every single night, Houston, I mean, they won in overtime last night against Texas. That's a gauntlet. How fun is that conference tournament going to be? Every team is good for the most part. Top to bottom, right. Hey, how is the ACC this bad? It's trash. I don't know, man. 16 teams. You might get three bids. I'll tell you, this, this has now been going on here for a couple of years. Like the SEC is way better than the ACC. And it's been that way now for a while. Like SEC hoops. The idea of that just being Kentucky, that, those days are long gone. Mm-hmm. And the ACC, it's like North Carolina, Duke. Okay, then what? So we'll get into uh, how many teams currently fit the Ken Palm criteria as potential potential national champs. Some really good teams do not fit the bill here. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow the money on v Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Plenty of props already up. Download the app. Use code VSIN. New customers can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Code VSIN at DraftKings. The crown is yours. All this talk about who could be a contender and sleeper in college hoops. The, uh, we're trying to see our first repeat champ in the NFL since 04. Maybe it's the Connecticut Invitational again oh, could in be. college basketball as they're number one in 18 and two. Maybe Connecticut's just too good for everybody. Oh, they've been a machine for the most part all, all year long. And here's the deal. Like when you go back and look at numbers based on the history of Ken Palm, Ken Pomeroy, it's, uh, the website is KenPalm.com. And you look at uh, teams basically have to be top 20 in offense and defense to be considered a true national title contender. We've had a couple of outliers. I mean, the UConn team from 2014 fit none of this. That was a terrible team and an awful tournament, and they won the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, the Baylor team, actually, that beat Gonzaga, they were not in the top 20 defensively, believe it or not. That one shocks me. Okay. Anyway, the teams right now that currently fit the bill, UConn's not one of them. They are just wow. barely outside the top 20 in defense. But teams that are inside the top 20, both on offense and defense, and I have a future on only one of these teams, Houston, top 20, both. I mean, their overall number at Ken Palm is his adjusted efficiency margin of plus 33.93. It's not 2021 Gonzaga good, the team that was undefeated before they lost to Baylor, but it's up there as one of the better teams in the last 20 years. They fit it. Purdue is in the top 20 in both. Tennessee, Arizona, North Carolina is the one team that I have a future on. And the other one is uh, Bruce Pearl and Auburn. They're top 20 in both. New Mexico, they were awesome again on Sunday night. They are top 20 on defense. They are only 37th right now on offense. Other teams that can make it by the tournament, UConn can, again, just outside the top 20 on defense. BYU, just outside the top 20 on defense. Illinois is 30th on defense. They're top 10 on offense. And Kansas, outside the top 20. But they can get in there with both categories. Steve Mackinnon does this, and he updates it at vcin.com. This was earlier this month. He had a similar list. Included on his list were teams like Iowa State, Alabama, and Duke. Other potential teams, Michigan State, and uh, notable absentees, Marquette, Creighton, Tennessee, per his numbers in early January, Baylor, North Carolina, and Kentucky. You're not going to see Kentucky make any list. It's because their defense Mm. is ranked 70th at Ken Palm, below that number at other guys like Bart Torvik. Well, do you even want to go with futures or kind of say it's unfortunate I don't have futures on these top 10 teams in light of what happened last year now a lot of people had big tickets on Connecticut but uh you saw San Diego State make the championship game come out of nowhere from a league that has been awful historically in the tournament you saw what happened with Florida Atlantic and you saw Miami get hot too but I don't I love the program but I don't trust Houston's offense to get it done six games in a row Mm -hmm. although we had a final four run Humans might have something there with Carolina when he pointed out a couple weeks ago. They're in the top five. You can't be serious with Purdue. We see this every March. Same thing with Tennessee. Not happening, right? And I can't get there with Tennessee. I might be able to get there with Purdue this year. Is that right? It's. I mean, it does have kind of a Virginia? similar feeling to Virginia a little bit. And okay. plus, this, this team can shoot the ball lights out, which is huge because you have the big fella down low 
and how Matt Painter could never make adjustments last year against Fairleigh Dickinson was just beyond me. Every time they threw it down low to Edie, he was triple teamed, and it's like, okay, that's going to be another turnover. He has some atrocious losses in March, though. I know, I just know. Just re- North know. Texas. Uh, what happened with Dickinson, the 16. He lost to Arkansas Little Rock. Blew a big I lead mean, in that yeah. game. He doesn't exploit big-time uh, height advantages and size matchups either. Well, like a bunch of teams the year that St. Peter's went on that big run, he was one of them. Right, Kentucky lost the two versus 15. They lost the St. Pete's too? Oh, yeah. That, that, Purdue okay, lost another one. That was okay. a three versus a 15. There's another one. And they lost yeah. that one. And in Purdue that year was low. Jaden Ivey was on mm-hmm. the team. They were fantastic. So New, Mex- and, New Mexico, I don't trust the uh, away from home. Uh, that's going to be a concern, that's, I think, for a bunch of these teams. Yeah. But, and by the way, I'm looking around during the show. Um, it's not offered everywhere. But the best number I could find on New Mexico, if you wanted to get involved, like being last year's San Diego State team out of the Mountain West Conference, DraftKings has 25 to 1 to make the Final Four. They're like 15 to 1 at other spots. Yep. So DK has the best number on, on New Mexico. If you want to bet it, it's all yours. Yep. Utah State's intriguing because they've only had one tournament win, I think, going back in their history. It, it seems they're always in there. And for years, they dominated the old whack. Uh, and Stu Morrow was, was a god. But this is 18 and 2. They'll probably be in that 7 10 game or something probably. like that. And then I'll be picking against them. But again, that's, a, uh, that's been a solid program for years if they could do something. But usually they bow out and can't even win a game. I'll give you another team um, Iowa State. They are undefeated at home this year. That's, I mean, it's, it's called Hilton Magic, and they go nuts with that phrase. They go overboard with it every time they play at home on national TV. But they're awesome there. They just took out Kansas big time over the weekend. Also have some pretty big concerns about Kansas this year. Iowa mm-hmm. State on the road slash neutral. I don't know if I can get there with them either. I'm, I will have my concerns with his outfit come March for yep. sure. Yep. Sounds good. BYU? They're, they're really good, good man. Yeah. They're really, really it's good. a great home court advantage. I just, and they blew that Texas Tech game on the road, but that's another one. Do you trust them away from well, home? You, you, you might have uh, hit it out of the park at the very beginning of this segment. It seems like we have, I, I know we say this every single year, there's like 25 teams that can win the whole thing. Maybe it's UConn again. Maybe he's just the best coach and he's put together, uh, put together the best program in the country. Yeah. I mean, think about how many that guys... Wasn't even, that wasn't even fair last year. Oh, they just... They just they, they obliterated everyone they played in, oh, the, in the tournament. It was one of the most impressive March runs... Uh-huh from any team that we've seen in recent years yeah. and think about the guys that he lost. And it's like, eh, no big deal. We're, we're still going to go out there and take a flamethrower to everybody who we play. Yep. Then again, you know, the other thing, uh, how about Princeton? Princeton went to the sweet 16 last year. Who saw that coming as a 15 seed? Yeah. And, and Lenardi has them an 11 right now. They were 16 and one before they just stubbed their toe and got beat by Cornell. So the talk is there, could they be looking at an at-large if they can't win the uh, Ivy League tournament? Mm-hmm. Grand Canyon, another one, you got future tickets on them. They're, they are having a great year. They only have two losses, beat San Diego State. Uh, this is a reach, but they were a 12, Samford. They had won 19 in a row before they lost. I mean, at that point, what is that, the Southern League? You're probably going to have to go like a 26-3 and three or something like that yep. to get an at-large. Uh, James Madison, they were ranked for, for much of the year in the non-conference, beat Michigan State. Uh, they've had a couple losses, though, in conference. So, And, and I want to I get behind Florida Atlantic, but I can't do it. I mean, so much talent. And then they, they should have went to the title game last year. It's every game, you know, different. Now you're being being the hunted and, and coming in and you look up every game and they're losing at halftime again. Yeah. You know, they, they lose as a 20 point favorite to Bryant. They lose as an 18 point favorite to uh, Gulf Coast. They're screwing around. I mean, they still haven't played Memphis yet. They're so, laying massive numbers every single game and it seems like they're trailing at halftime. Oh, they're not playing near each of them. Yeah, right. The, the, the power ratings out of whack. There you go. They can't be laying these, especially on the road. In the NBA tonight, it's a small schedule. Last night, it was loaded. Lakers are playing in Atlanta, and the Hawks are laying, uh, it's early, check around. Between four and a half, I see a couple of five and a halves out there, actually, in this game. Super high total of 247 and well, a half. Well, that's saying guys are ruled out. I mean, is that have you seen that? They have that, to that be. That means guys aren't no LeBron and probably no AD with that number. Yeah, I, I would assume that's got, got to be the case. The Hawks have been, all year long, the worst team covering numbers in the association. They just played a depleted Toronto team at home and needed a, a put-back yep. dunk to, to win the game. Right, and they were laying uh, a decent number in that yeah. game as well. It's a back, So it's a small 
schedule, but a bunch of these teams are on back-to-backs tonight. Yeah. The Lakers are one of them. Celtics. The Celtics are. Halliburton's they, supposed to be back the TNT game, right? Okay, so the Celtics are laying, uh, we'll call it seven, and the total's about 244 right. in the game. Well, we gave out the, we, we like the Celtics here, and again, look for us on the TNT pregame tonight. It's uh, it's the revenge angle, too, after what happened in the uh, in-season tournament. So, remember, they played earlier this year, and the Celtics dropped 150 on them at home. Yeah, right. But uh, lost January 8th in a great game, 133 to 131. So, but a little concerned that they were down big against the Pelicans before they pulled away late. So, a bit of a funk here for the Celtics. Another and matchup. Up, sorry, and a banged up yep. Porzingis. Another matchup here. Both teams played last night. Jazz got run out in Brooklyn. No oh, travel because they're playing the Knicks tonight at the Garden. Knicks buried the Hornets. They're up by 35 again with no Randall or no OG Ananobi. They're laying four, four and a half today. Is that short? Well, yeah, if, if OG plays, yes, it is. And again, it's just me. I'm not a Randall fan. But that's, uh, I think the Knicks will get whatever they would. Jazz are a great story. But the Knicks should be able to score a ton of points in this one. Up next, it's a huge day in the prim as well. Our buddy Nigel Seeley is going to join the program. We'll get a couple of best bets on the card coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 